The Justice Podcast with your hosts, Damber Wagner and Jacob Willis. What's the deal, y'all? Welcome to episode 16. It's your girl, Just Living, baby. Your boy, Jacob Willis, and you tune into the Just, Just Us, Us podcast. podcast. Okay, with your sexy daddy voice. Thank you, baby. You know I got to switch <laughs> up for the camera. I ain't never heard that before. Never heard it, baby. No, I like it. <laughs> yes. Don't hate this. <laughs> Listen. Um, today, we are joined by Moniz. Hey, hey. Thank you for having Welcome me. Welcome to the pod. You look really good. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. So do you guys. Yeah, I told her that she got a little thick, and I like it. You know, well, lipo's coming up, so enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, hypo? Where do you want to get it? Just 360. I'm not doing no BBL. You want to keep the butt? I'm keeping the legs. I'm keeping the butt. I'm keeping the arms. I'm not yeah. doing, like, nothing. Just get me back to feeling like me. You know? That's right. Right. I've never been more than 110 in my entire life, Sheesh. even as an adult. So wow. I just weighed in at the doctor at 161.2 and I damn near cried. But how do you feel? Like shit. Okay. You don't like it, are you? No. What? I feel like weighted down. I feel, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like I just yeah. am way more lethargic. Mm, okay. I'm just with your mood and stuff. Yeah, I'm gotcha. not motivated to work out. I'd be looking at all the food in the middle of the night on Instagram. I think we all do that, though. I didn't used. I know to do, I do. I didn't used to do that, but now I'll be saving the the, the fucking <laughs> recipes. Right. I'll bookmark, bookmarks be, on a hundred. Yeah. Okay. I'll be sending them to my backup page so I don't forget them or lose them. <laughs> and I'll be t- and I'll be trying them out too. I'll be doing no that play. on a podcast yeah. page. I don't know why food always scroll up. And I'm like, well, let me give them this. To okay. I've been back and forth to Sir Latab, William Sonoma. You would think that I ran a whole restaurant. I got there every gadget and gadget for the kitchen known to man. Come on, gadget and gadget. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Gidget and Gadget, how is your mental health? How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, it's been, um, it's touch and go, my mental health right now. I've been on a very long, tedious, tiring um, journey and road to healing, not just like mentally, but spiritually, physically, emotionally. Um, and, you know, the work done the right way is very um it's hard you know and I think I think people think um excuse me you go to like therapy and stuff like that and you leave therapy feeling lighter some days I do excuse me again but for the most part just a forewarning y'all I, I don't know what happened when I gained weight now I'm I'm mad flatulent so I just want to throw that out there um for the, for the niggas that are not educated what does that mean that means I am expelling gas Mm-hmm. Out of both ends. Well, I hope you dropped you it know. before you walked up here, sis. <laughs> Listen, involuntarily is the, is the sad part. It's like the moms with the weak bladder. <laughs> right. I can't it's control. It has just happening. And now I'm just starting to embrace it. And I just got waxed. Could it be so, that you're letting go and letting God? Could be. <laughs> but you know, I, now I'm waxed because I'm a proud 80s lady. I love Mia Bush, you know. Right, right. That's right. But now my booty is clear and these cheeks is happy. And I can't even hide it no more. Now it's just like, just loud and proud. But anyway, back to the, yeah, so I just wanted to skip that disclaimer. But back to the healing, you know, I think people think you leave therapy feeling lighter. Sometimes I do, but for the most part, therapy is not meant to feel good. Hmm. You know, it's meant to unpack a lot of heavy stuff. Right. And when you're doing it the right way and you have a great therapist Mm -hmm. or psychotherapist, behavioral therapist, grief counselor, life coach, whatever it is, you know, pastor, 
they're going to really like you're going back. Right. Like I'm going back to childhood, mm-hmm. like things that I didn't even and still don't even really remember, like the exact sequence of events. Mm-hmm. Right. But I just know what I do remember. And I know I'm now learning how those things have affected me um, without me even knowing it wow. and how we adapt to certain traumas, even positive experiences. They impact you in your most formidable years, and that really determines what type of behaviors we develop, our thought processes. Um, And so it's been like, yeah, it's it's been a lot. So a lot of sleepless nights, tearful nights. Mm-hmm. Um, I can even feel like physically, you know, like metaphorically speaking, I'm starting to feel a little bit lighter. Okay. Right. Um, but grief counseling really is the one right now that's just kicking my fucking ass. Like mm-hmm. all the deaths that I have experienced and none of them have been fly-by-night people. So close friends that are like family my actual family, um, and the one that really rocked me was my cousin, and I, I'm just not over that. Yeah. Right. Um, and I don't think I'll ever get over it. So learning how to, like, really just cope, that that's honestly been the most mentally draining and taxing, and even emotionally sp- spending is that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a hard one. Yeah, and that's something hard to come back from. Um, Our mental health moment also, we were talking about, you know, everybody has their goals um, and being down on yourself um, for not reaching the goal in a timely manner. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, with the pandemic and everything that's happened, I know you wanted to do your book, you're going to do music, you're going to go on Mm -hmm. tour, but all of that was kind of stopped because of COVID. Um, How were you able to cope and get out of that mental depression for not not reaching the goals that you wanted to? Because I know we all have goals that we wanted to reach that we weren't able to. Um, I actually was very productive during the pandemic. Um, Them house parties were productive. That that too. <laughs> but my video shoot, I recorded my entire album during the pandemic. Huh. Um, and it was actually the world opening back up, ironically, that slowed me down. Wow. Because then everybody was playing catch up. Mm-hmm. And so during the pandemic, everybody was at home and... Billions of eyes were on social media. Mm-hmm. So I was garnering a lot of positive attention for the things that I love doing. So I had a video shoot, like I said. I, you know, recorded the album. Um, I was planning another video shoot. I was planning the single cover shoots. And then, boom, the world opens up. And now all of the people that I was going to work with have to cater to the bigger artists who are now having to make up tour dates. And, you know, now they got to turn in albums to their labels and they're behind. And I kind of got lost in, in the shuffle and left behind. So it was really the world opening back up that actually started to depress me. Because the other thing is I'm an introvert, a real one. And I'm an empath, a real one. And those words get thrown around, you know, in today's Mm -hmm. time. Um, But an actual empath is someone who unknowingly will adopt the energy in a a room, Mm -hmm. whether they know it or not, whether they want to or not, it just happens. And we also have the ability to walk into the room and completely shift the energy and not even know it. If I'm having a bad day, I can walk into a room and even though I think I've pulled it together before I've come walked into a situation, a scenario, a setting, a place, mm-hmm. um, 
people can feel that. And then they find themselves catering to my needs. and But then I'm snappy because it's like, why is everybody... Focus on you. Yeah, like, why are you guys, like, treating me like a baby? Like, everybody right, back the right. fuck up, I'll be fine type thing. Yeah, energy mm-hmm. is very big. And it's transferable. So um, I did very well during the pandemic. I don't leave my house any fucking way. So it didn't matter. Right. Um, you be in that cabin. I'm so glad you came out today. Okay. For sure. I, and I thank you, but, I like, I'll do it for stuff like this. And, you know, I don't really do interviews. So, um... Yeah, it, I was totally fine. And it was just very interesting that during the pandemic, now all of a sudden people wanted to talk about mental wellness and mental health mm-hmm. and how, you know, they were affected. But a lot of people don't realize, too, that um, what a lot of people struggled with was the fact that now they were alone or not even alone, but idle with their thoughts and you get to go to work and escape that. You get to go into school and right. escape that while you're sitting in class. You get to go to the bar. Mm-hmm. You get to go shopping. You get to go to the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you get to go to all these places. Mm-hmm. You get to get drunk. You know, and then you you think about people who had or were struggling with any type of addiction. Mm-hmm. Suddenly your dealer's not coming over. Right. You know, suddenly the weed man ain't coming. If you're on that hard shit, now it's hard to get. Mm-hmm. And if you're married, you both got to go to work or one gets to stay home with the kids, like, and now you're cooped up in the house together. If you are a parent whose children go to school or daycare and you get to go to work, mm-hmm. even though you might not like the mundane routine of clocking in and clocking out, that's still an escape from mom, 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 mom. Ah, ah, ah. You know what I mean? Like the tantrums and the diapers and the, you know, cooking the dinner. Like, but now you have to be a parent. And as much as people like to beat me down and Hmm. I'm a deadbeat and this and that, my son and I did very well during COVID. The homeschooling was hard, especially because I failed math twice and they was giving that nigga in fourth grade all kind of motherfucking algebra shits. And I was like, I don't know a goddamn none of this. But thank God for my daddy, and he was, you know, before getting into music, he went to school for engineering, so my dad was helping him with the math and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I was fine. I, I I loved it. Then we had the second shutdown, and I was like, yes. You know, and then I was the, we were, I was hearing that we might go back. I was like, yes. Well, I think then, we all were. And then it didn't yeah. happen, yeah. and I was like, fuck. Right. Damn, I just lost a check. Damn. So everybody knows um, that Moniz comes from reality TV, love and hip hop. Um, you also were um, do music. You're a singer songwriter, and you started at the age of 16. Mm-hmm. How were you able to transition from reality to TV, leaving love and hip hop to just becoming your own individual? Um, I would say entrepreneur, um, an artist, just it like was outside easy. of TV. Yeah. No brainer. Hmm. I, is there struggles like leaving like reality TV, being reluctant me. on like a check? I'm not saying that that was your only source of income. Oh, you know what I mean? Now, okay, so I was, and I did say that on my final reunion, I was very nervous for my financial future. Mm. I had saved a nice little nest egg. Okay. Clearly, no one could foresee the pandemic, which happened immediately after mm. I left. We filmed the reunion. I'll never forget it. October 16, 2019. That last installment uh, of the reunion aired December 22nd. 2019. My birthday is March 4th. My party was supposed to be like March 21st or March 22nd. We got shut down 
before my party. Damn. March 2020. So, um, I was afraid, you know, like, shit, it's going to be hard because people don't respect people from Love and Hip Hop. Mm -hmm. We're not like the housewives where they get to fight and act the ass and cut up and be boo-boo the fool and still get million-dollar deals and still be respected as businesswomen and entrepreneurs. That's not our reality, no pun intended. Right. So I was very nervous, like, who's going to actually take me seriously? Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I always rested in was... The fact that because of my dad, the motherfuckers that matter, I can rest in them. I can rest in the Eric Dawkins and the Jovan Dawkins and, you know, the Southwest music team, um, Justin Walker and JoJo and Winner and Gumbo. Like, I know that the niggas that are writing the Grammy award winning hits are my tribe. So, you know, I was like. But, like, to walk away from a guaranteed six-figure bag, I was like, damn, am I making the right decision? And then when I left, <laughs> I swear to God, then I left, and I was like, I felt just free. Hmm. So I was like, yes. We outside. <clears throat> there it is. Then Jesus said, nigga, outside is closed. Take your ass back inside. It's a panoramic. <laughs> right. So you have your book, Mayhem. Is yes. That how you say it? Yes. Ma'am. Okay. Um. Congratulations on that. Thank you. It's a mental health memoir. 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 Yes. So how did this come about? Um. I know you got stories. I know you for been days. A lot. So I want to know about this book. So I really um mayhem mm-hmm. um was really a working title. The way that before the deal was inked, the way we discussed me writing the book was going to be, um, you know, my whole life is a mental, a bag of mental and emotional dysfunction. So the mental health aspect, you can't tell my story and not include that, right? But when you're dealing with, you know, white folk, you know, the mental health hook had to be in the title. Um, but I was going to call it something else, and I'm going to title the second book as that, so I'm not going to say the name, but uh, because, you know, the girlies like to watch and not give credit, and they like to hijack. So fuck y'all motherfuckers, I'm not giving you the title of the second book, because don't steal my concept. But I was going to have tangible receipts in there. And for the ebook, I wanted to have voicemails, because I really felt like that was going to give people a very clear understanding of what actually goes on in my life that niggas would be like, wow, your mom really said that to you? That's real person. Like, it's, I was trying to go there with it, you know? So, um... And I, I have to give you your props because going through it with your mom publicly, it's just, it's it's so hard and devastating yeah. because at the end of the day, even though you and your mom are not like eye to eye all the time, it's like when people are dragging or talking about your mom, it's still your mom. So it's kind of like the whole world is like judging and talking about your mom and it's probably hard for you sometimes. No. No? No. Because no, well. <laughs> no. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I get drug every day. I haven't been on TV Y'all, y'all know I fail. I just told you I failed math twice. So it's 2023. 
I haven't been on that bitch since 2019. How many years is that? Four? Four. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've been off television for four years, and I still get dragged. Right. Right? One of my mom's biggest things with me is, um, well, if you had never said it, you wouldn't be in that position, so you have to take accountability. So if you hadn't gone to the internet to disparage me, the internet wouldn't be up in arms. Right. Right? Kind of like Black China and her, well, what's her? Totally different, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, your mom doesn't stoop as low as that, but I'm just saying like it's public mother and daughter. Yes, yes. So when you take it there. Angela, correction, sorry. Yes. Let me go back. (laughs) When you take it there, what did you expect Mm -hmm. with me being the public figure? I did not sick a fan army on you. Most of the comments that I saw Mm -hmm. every time she would go viral were... A lot of them, I didn't even know those people. Blue checks before niggas could buy them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because it was just like, damn, even if you were telling the truth and you were right, who does this? Who does this to their kid? Like, And see, those are people with really tight mother-daughter dynamics. Mm -hmm. And we've never been like that. You know what I'm saying? So... People who are good with their mom, I saw a lot of, I, I, I'm, this makes me appreciate my mom so much more. Um, thank God my mom would never do this to me. Damn. And so it's just like when you see stuff like that, it's like, damn. Right. That's really fucked up. Yeah. Like, because at the same time, this is all I know. Right. You know, so... um, you know, I wish my mom, you know, healing. Um, you guys speaking terms no. now? Okay. I wish my mom healing. You know, I hope that she's in therapy. Right. Um, And I hope she, you know, whatever. But yeah. until that time, um, then we'll never be able to. I can't. I won't hmm. have a conversation ever. It's not. The onus is not on me to repair that because as far as she and I are concerned, she went to the internet. Right. And for a while, yes, I was meeting you there. And then I just gave the fuck up. It's exhausting. And even once I went quiet, almost every single day for an entire year, you get on the internet and you're talking about me. Even when I went radio silent. A whole fucking year. Wow. So I was just glad that no one really gave a fuck about me like that, you know, publicly, the way like the people give a fuck about Angela. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's way more relevant than me. You know what I mean? Even when she's quiet. So, of course, her and, and Tokyo Tony, you know, that's gonna always be front page news. Right. With me, nobody gave a fuck. So after a while, no one gave a fuck about her either. Yeah, it died down. It di- it just died down. Mm-hmm. And I want it to stay died down. I don't right. even want to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. 
Now, you know, <laughs> you are yeah. just spitting facts. I'm just sitting down relaxing. I just keep talking. But I got to get into some juice now because you were recently on the blogs, The Shade Room, Ooh-wee. and a couple of other blogs. Um, because Let me take a sip of my drink. <laughs> um, Hazel E., um, you know, somebody commented under her picture of her daughter talking about her hair and you don't take care of your daughter. And somehow you got drugged into that. Now, how did you get drugged into this? See, I write about scenarios like this in the book. Um, because I had a very sleepless night last night. Mm. Um, because mentally I was heavily just depleted and impacted by this entire roller coaster of events. And um I also talk about in the book how the public is very fickle and these two things go hand in hand, right? So on one hand, I always play the victim. Um, I don't mind the business that pays me, Mm. even though I make money off social media, but whatever. Um, And I'm always in the comments. What's so crazy about that is y'all are always in the comments and you're not making money on social media. So you're not minding the business that's paying Mm -hmm. you. You're minding the business that actually pays me. Right. And the more y'all hate me, the more opportunities I get. So um, I guess according to this woman uh, and other, she wasn't one of us, she wasn't, you know, skin folk, um, said that Hazel's daughter's hair was nappy. I guess Hazel had posted it. And then she called upon the nation. Um, initially, I didn't know what the nation was. But as I read the comments, I guess that's her fan base. Okay. The na- the the, um, the nation. The nation of Hazel. Okay. Or Hazel Nation, I think. Like talking about the nation of Islam. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, no. It was the, Not the, the, the I, I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So she called upon the nation for okay. support. But, you know, generally when a public figure posts something of that nature or similar Mm -hmm. that means rally around me this is wrong right right? excuse me a flatulent um and so in the comments niggas when it emphasis on niggas um we're like let me mind my nappy-headed business let me mind my dark-skinned business let me mind my black business this doesn't concern me Mm. um because in her comments, though, no, on the blog. Oh, okay. I've had Hazel block since 2017. Oh, be- because she went on a racist rant. Well, we know what she did in the past, though. But why did the racist rant was about me, I know. Brooke Valentine? But why, why did people she, compare they, the past about her, um, the, the gorilla stuff uh-huh. to the baby, though? They weren't comparing it. And see, this is where I say people are fickle. Comprehension is fucking key. And multiple things can be true at once. I don't have to like her to acknowledge that her daughter is beautiful. I don't think her daughter's hair is nappy. Okay. Right? Okay. Very so, much curly, beautiful. Cu- she's a right. cute little chunkums. Swear. Yeah. So, you feel me? Like, but I just don't like you, bitch. Also, true. Somebody said, didn't she say X, Y, and Z? About so-and-so and so-and-so. Okay. I said yes. Mind you, 
I didn't even address her calling the lady, the, the white Asian, the white slash Asian lady, because that's what she said the lady was, white slash Asian, or the comment, uh, um, the heinous, you know, comment that the white slash Asian lady made about alleging that her daughter's hair was nappy. I didn't even address that. Mm -hmm. I only addressed. So basically what people are saying there is you cannot attack a group of people and then come to that same group of people and ask for their support. Okay. Right? And when people are not whole or on their way to wholeness and when they're not healed— while those comments are funny and we cackle and I love us for real, blah, 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 blah. And it is funny when people are like, oh, let me mind my nappy headed business. I've seen funny shit about me on the internet. They said I was shaped like a Newport. They said I look like a black and mild. Well, you got to ask You them. know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's never giving black and mild. You know, um, I had an ass back at one point. Man, they was making jokes about my ass back. But I have a tough skin. It was funny. Right. And we joke really harshly in my family. You know, like, I've had a bush since I was a teenager. They used to joke me at home, like, all hail the burning bush. Like, it was a joke. You talking about on your hair? No, on my hoo-ha. How your whole family know about your hoo-ha? Was well, it just popping out? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was It was damn near growing down my thighs at 19. <laughs> oh, so it was God. Like, you feel me? So it was just like, whatever. But, you know, um, and I'm still a proud 80s lady. I rock a bush. To this day, you know, so um, point is, I, I understood what people were saying. I just said, yeah, that she did say those things about us mm -hmm. because someone specifically said our names. And from there, um, flatulent, um, she, I, I took a nap. So I am actually on a glycemic diet. What is that? Yeah. Um, so people with hypoglycemia, they eat a certain way. And I'm on a pseudo hypoglyce uh, a pseudo glycemia. That. Take your time frame. Yeah, that. I'm getting, you know, I'm frustrated because I really am trying to censor myself and that's not me. Um, but anywho, I have no energy. Okay. Okay, so I went to sleep. I woke up. And people were like, oh, did you see her comment and I was like no so I went and I saw the comment whatever I went to feed my dog and go back to sleep <laughs> and when I when then before I dozed off I see her ex-wife's comment about um my, my the father of my child and so now Not I am ex-wife. Yeah. So now I am going to comment back because my son's father never said anything. He has nothing to do with this. Right. You're talking about locations and he's just quite frankly not built like that. But I'm really like that. So nigga, I don't know who you thought she was finna run down on. Mm -hmm. You're you're talking about I said something about your daughter. No, I didn't. Me and that nigga are not together. Mm -hmm. He don't have nothing to do with what I choose to say and do and vice versa. Right. right? So if you thought she was finna run down on anybody connected to me, we don't got to be on good terms. My family is still my family. And that's still the father of my fucking child. So, and by the way, you call my family crackheads. My granddaddy was never on crack. It was heroin. But he's clean now. Um <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you don't even have the right drug. You just out here just 
defamatory, slanderous, libelous, causing me all kind of emotional distress. It's terrible about you. It's crazy about you. You know, so it's just like, shut the fuck up. Because the last time I checked, you were throwing that baby around like a rag doll. We all saw the video. Last time I checked, your ex-husband... I didn't see that video. Yeah, well, I, yeah, well the rest of the... And that was another thing people were saying. Like, so you want to beat up Monisa's baby daddy for something she didn't say? That's crazy about you. And you're coming to the defense of the child that we all saw you toss like a rag doll. Mm. And... You're coming to the defense of your ex-husband who just said you were beating him. And you tried to kill him by mixing a concoction of bleach and something else. Was this alleged? And this is what Hazel was saying about his ex-wife. But but here's my point, though. It's like you're talking about my family who has a, a grave mental illness— you're talking about things you don't know anything the fuck about and you're dragging everybody in. And then you literally posted on your own shit that I didn't say anything about your daughter. So then what the fuck is it all for? Right. You feel me? Like, what is it for? Why? Right. If I didn't say anything about your daughter, why do you, why are you going this hard and you're loud and fucking wrong hmm. at that? Because I can be loud and right. So growth is, excuse me, flatulence, all the things I could have said and all the different ways that this could have gone. But I've been miserable before. I've been and still am broken. Mm. Hurt people hurt people. Broken That's people. That's the truth. Broken hurt people, people hurt people. I've been broken, one of them too. And broken people break people. And while you were on your deathbed crying to the internet, pleading for prayers and consolation. Oh, maybe it's just tequila mixed with a Hennessy. Um, okay, we're good. So when you, you got it, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Okay. So we won't even. I'm not going to keep repeating. Please when don't. you were in that moment in that season of your life, mm -hmm. I didn't like you then either, but. I was in the comments liking positive things in support of you because you have a daughter right. that deserves to have a healthy mom. Mm -hmm. And I also know that nobody does that much to their bodies that actually loves themselves. Ooh. So at the Dang. end of the day, she was also fighting a silent battle that the, the rest of us knew nothing about, mm. which she alleged was an abusive wife. So it's like she was dealing with that nigga trying to, you know, kill her with a bleach concoction. Then you go to have some more shit done to your body and you almost lose your life. Right. You crying because they took your titties off. And while whilst going through that, this nigga is, is cheating. Jesus. And then you exposed the cheating and called the girl a beaner. Do you ever see an Iyanla Van Zandt moment with you and Hazel? Hell to the no. How about now, healing and growth? But here, no. Woman to woman? Listen, like I said mother in that mother. like I said in that comment, the last thing I said on the shade room was, I have been there. She's hurt. She's gone through a lot. That is undeniable. Mm -hmm. Undoubtedly, 
unequivocally without a shadow of a doubt, she is going through it. You marry someone thinking that that's going to be your forever. You create a child out of which a false sense of love. And I'm not trying to be funny. I'm being dead serious. Mm -hmm. Like, you create this child out of what you thought was a healthy relationship mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with a man that you thought you loved right. and were in love with. Yeah. The man that you thought you were going to grow old with. Mm -hmm. That's not no little shit. For real. At yeah. all. Expected. I don't think anybody God. goes and... Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. You go to God. I don't think anybody has a marriage and expects the marriage to flop. You know what I mean? When and you're marrying somebody, flop. it's death to, uh, to death to yeah, its part. And not just, exactly. and not just flop, but the nigga was flopping that ass throughout the marriage. So it's like, I get it. You are in a very dark space. But I'm not the enemy. And I'm also not somebody you want to make an enemy out of. And you start saying shit. And you start doing certain shit. Mm -hmm. And you don't really, you don't know me. I am an L.A. native. My family is still in the trenches. Niggas said pull up it to Watts, Compton, the IE. I got some niggas out in Vegas that were banging my line. Like, don't you ever in your fucking life label me no fucking rat in my city. Like, I woke, I went, like, legit. Like, this shit, that, that out of everything fucked with my head the most. Like, I was like, wow. This is fucking insane. Because I, you know, some of these little industry niggas, they cute or whatever. But I like real hood niggas. I like real street niggas. I like, yeah. you know, that ghetto dick. You feel me? Amber can relate. Um, you see so, what I'm saying? Yes, she loves the ghetto yeah, D. Yeah. Gang bang on this pussy, baby. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, now nobody's gonna. Nigga. Now no one's gonna want to gang bang my pussy. No offense. No, I didn't mean like multiple. <laughs> I mean like I need a nigga to get up in it and throw up his hood. You feel right, me? Right, right. Like nigga. ain't yeah. no nigga finna even come near me with no title like That's that. A like rat you label. just okay. You just yeah. tried to ruin my love life. Right, right. And not only that, I don't. It's secrets that I will take to the grave with me. Shit that I've seen in the industry, out of the industry that I've never spoken on, will never speak about. Mm -hmm. And I don't ever want anybody to come around me and feel like, you know, like they can't, they have to censor themselves or they can't trust me. Like, right. you've been to my house. Mm -hmm. You've seen the type of parties and you've seen the caliber of people that have been there and nothing has ever left that house. No. I don't surround myself with people I can't trust. Mm -hmm. I don't if I if I cannot lay naked in a room in my living room with a house full of people and no one gives a fuck, I then I can't trust you. Mm -hmm. Period. So I've never had a moment where somebody's deepest, darkest, or even their most lighthearted and ridiculous moments that are judgeable have ever left me hmm. so don't ever put it out there that i would ever do no shit like that right. in my fucking life ever like that blew my mind kept me up all night and this is the side of i also talk about this in the book like there is a duality to me Yes, I was raised with a silver spoon in my mouth. And yes, I grew up in the suburbs. And yes, I come from money. And yes, I have 
a very prominent family from sports to music to the medical field to church to church to to legal to all of that right and so i'm very well rounded i'm very well educated i was not raised to be no fucking hooligan but there's a such thing as genetic predisposition so with this whole situation, now I'm seeing another side because at first I was so confused when I saw you like on the blogs. I'm like, how the hell am I going to get into it? Because of the comments. I really just saw the comments of the lady. I didn't know how like you guys got into it until you were on that live. I saw the clip of you on live with that guy. But we're going to shift this. You got to speak your piece. So now we're going to talk about some of these Instagram questions that we got. They know that it- you're not a rat. That's for sure. Right. LA knows I'm not no rat. Do your research Period. on the Slaughter family and say- save yourself the grief. The headache, the ass whooping, and everything else that comes with the real street shit. Cause I don't know if anybody remembers season one, my baby daddy was like in his little uh check yourself talking about, oh please, you have a record. You're not gonna put your hands on. Remember when the nigga said I had a record, I wasn't gonna put my hands on nobody, and then I did. Hmm. I'm really like that. So it's just kind of like Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Yeah, but it was like I was, that? Yeah, I was, but I was running down on bitches off camera, like <laughs> Is you know, so it gets real. All it gets right. really real, even in the suburbs. Well, we got some questions for you from the suburbs. Yes. yes um, suburbs. Maybe this was somebody that was inquiring to date you, but they said, "Would you date someone who is up and coming, or does he already have to be set?" Mm. He could be up and coming, but his bag has to be established. I am no longer going to deal. You know, I get it. I've been there in between blessings. You know what I'm saying? Hello. And it ain't nothing wrong with it. Oh, yeah. Here At I all. am, Lord. <laughs> I see control. what you've done for Melinda Gates, Jesus. Right. I'm waiting. <laughs> um, you know, but at the same time, I'm just so fiercely independent. Hmm. I'm tired. Yeah. I am fucking tired. I like. Feel that. And I'm just not the type of girlfriend to be like, babe, can you buy me the bag or the shoot? No. Like, nigga, are you taking me out of the country for my birthday? Like, because I also can reciprocate. Right. Anything I ask for or expect, I'm capable of giving. I want. Okay. So I want to be able to take my nigga out the country for his birthday. Mm -hmm. I also want to do nice things for him on Valentine's Day. Right. I also, you know what I'm saying? Like, so for me, I'm just. Well, you're a Pisces, so you guys are very loving and you give a lot. Uh, So you can't date nobody else anymore that's not going to meet you halfway. And that's all I'm saying. Like, he don't got to be king of the fucking right, entertainment jungle and he don't even gotta be a multi-millionaire but nigga hold it down yeah that's it put gas in my car when you walk through my front door come with some groceries exactly cook with me you know what I'm saying like let's go get a pedicure together show the effort shit let's walk to Starbucks together hmm. I like that yeah like I like shit like that yeah it's just niggas ain't shit but I still love y'all hood niggas though <laughs> you have some questions? Yes, okay. Uh, and wait, 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 wait. Hold on, Amber. I'm sorry. What does he look like? Oh. I, I got one for you. Right here. Because his just profile is just like, yellow. Um, will she date a regular nigga like me? Let me see, friend. Here he is. Come on. Oh. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> no? He's watching. Well. Okay. <laughs> 
No, scroll down somewhere. Maybe you, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Just not your type. Okay. You like. Okay. What is your type? I don't have one. It's just not that though. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus. I can't hold you. So you dated okay. girls and guys. Yes, I'm bisexual. Um, yes, you oh. are. Do you, are you open to um, dating a girl again? Yeah. Okay. Do you like a stud? Do you like a fan? Stud. Stud? Uh, have you yeah. been, you've been strapped? I don't like, what you mean? Like put one on and. Yeah, no, have she, your stud strapped you? Yeah, but I, I stopped. I, I, I don't You like didn't that. like it? No. What do you like? Scissor? I love the scissor. Okay. Scissor me this. Right. So you like somebody dominant? Do you like to be choked? I will slap the hell. Because don't ever think you finna kill me. Not a hard choke, no. a love choke. I know what y'all talking about. Don't ever think you finna kill me on accident. Oh. I say you don't like that. How about spit? If you ever. <laughs> if you ever think you're about <laughs> spit, I will throw out automatic. Do you like your toes licked? No. What? No, these feet are made for walking. Titty sucks. I can't feel it anymore. But that used yeah, to be like, what's going what on? What are you doing that bad bodies? Right. Listen, I've had three boob jobs. I lost sens erogenous sensation in my nipples. I like the way oh. it looks, though. I heard when you get them pierced, it come back. Maybe go get a pierced. No, because just the way my luck is set up. I'll be the, the motherfucker to catch the infection. The worst will happen. Oh, the worst will happen. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. now I got to go get the implants taken out. And now right. I'm just like Toucan Sam, cried on the internet for prayers. I can't I can't take that ride. You feel me? So. Okay. Somebody Ooh. also asked, how do you cope with a negative back a backlash from viewers online? Mm -hmm. It is very hard. I talk about that in the book. Go get the book. Mayhem. Uh, I forgot the rest of my title. Click that link in my IG bio and order yours on presale. Um, and I got some signed copies for y'all. Oh, and yes. yes, I have some cute little PR boxes. We're gonna get them out, those out to y'all. I, I wanted to have them today, but we're still waiting on product. But anyway, um, you know, sometimes I just cuss motherfuckers out. Fuck okay. it. Um, but as I'm starting to heal and I still fall short, mm -hmm. but um I'm getting better now at like logging out for, you know, a little bit mm -hmm. or the real test is not logging out and mm -hmm. just not saying shit. All right. It gets really, really hard. Um, but sometimes, you know, I'm having a bad day. And I'll be waiting for a motherfucker to get on the internet and say something to me because, mm -hmm. bitch. <laughs> I, Are you ready to rumble? Okay. Yes, as live. Yes. Let's talk the bottom lip I quiver. practiced at your house during karaoke. You did. You did. Yes. 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 Her karaoke's out of her house is giving Station 1640 really? Monday Night Vibes where the the elites come and sing. You can't even play around on a mic, really. Not really. Yeah, no. Yeah. Mm -mm. Okay. So, uh, what's his name? Steven said, where do you see yourself in five years? Who's Steven? It's my friend. His name is Steven Says. Hey, Steven. Hey, He's Steven. He watches every episode oh, of the yeah. podcast. Hey, yes. Steven. Yes. Um, let's see. I'm 36. I'm officially an O-ho, so I'll be mm -hmm. 41. Right? In five years, I'll be 40. You're not old. Yep. Okay. My son will have graduated high school. Damn. That's fucking crazy. Crazy. Right? Yeah. I'm going to still be a hot commodity. That far. Shit. Okay. Well, in five years. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good question. Okay. So in five years, 
I'm going to be married. In five years, okay. I'll probably be premenopausal. So hopefully I'm not abusing my husband. Um, I also see myself, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? I'm going to be married to a reformed hood nigga, though. Okay. Who Do you hit in a relationship? You say you beating your husband. You be hitting well, If be I hit? was premenopausal, I've been oh. seeing some crazy yeah. shit on Snap. They be the hormones, they go sure. through it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So in five years, I'm, I'm going to be married to a reformed hood nigga, and we're going to have multiple businesses. Okay. And we'll be multimillionaires. He's going to be tall, handsome, chocolate, empathetic, understanding, hmm. caring, kind, well endowed, well off. You just manifested your husband. Yeah, yeah I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that for um, you. God fearing, praying, and um, we're going to be traveling the world, you know, okay. in five years and um, enjoying the fruits of our labor while, you know, fucking it up. There it is. I like that. On the yacht, on the plane, mm. yum, 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 in yum, the yum, car, yum, yum, yum. in the restaurant. In a restaurant, you nasty yeah. beach. I've never. Yeah, you wanted to know. You I, do it in a restaurant, but you all do all the I've other stuff. I've never done it in a restaurant, so but you, I want to. It's so you're a public place. Like public play? I want to. I want to have it. I've you never was a girl that was doing it in the back of the church. Absolutely not. Oh, I was okay. a virgin until I graduated high school. That's really? Right, How old were you when you graduated? Yeah. 18. 18 That's right. Virgin. That's good. Yeah. Me too. Amen. You too? Yeah. Oh, bless you guys' yep. hearts. Mm -hmm. 2005 is when I lost my J July 3rd. Not to remember the date. It must have been okay. a special day. Yeah. You still talk to him? Yes. We're actually good friends. Oh, that's what's Would up. Would you hit again? No. Shout out to Little Easy. <laughs> <laughs> First Not boyfriend. <laughs> first okay. boyfriend took my virginity. Okay. Yeah. Period. Mm -hmm. Somebody asked, what is your proudest accomplishment? My child. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Real life. Yeah. Cause he saved my life and he's been the greatest teacher and lesson. I'm still learning. I'm not perfect. Mm. Um, but he definitely tries the fuck out of me. <laughs> but ironically brings out the best parts of me. Right. Um, and really, if it weren't for him, I'm not even going to hold you. I don't even know where the fuck I would be. Wow. To be completely honest. like It's a blessing you still sitting on this couch for real. Seriously, because mm. I don't know. We are all sitting yeah, on the couch. I, I wanted to tap out too before, I'm sure. Well, I've never wanted to... Self-harm yourself? Ever. But... Oh, I have. But... Well, I'm glad you're here. I love you. Thank you. Um, But, you know... I don't want to die, but I am open to Jesus coming back. You know right. I mean? Like, no. I don't want to... Take like, us all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. like I don't mind if going to sleep mm -hmm. maybe some months from now, mm -hmm. you know, because I, I want to make sure I get into heaven. Right, right now, I'm not... <laughs> right, you're trying to, right repent. Now, you're trying yeah. to repent last minute, right before the horn. Not so. even last minute. I'm trying to keep... Because right now, my wings are real little. They're right. like them airplane wings. I need to have full grown, you know, fully developed, fully developed. You know off. what I'm saying? Because yeah, I seen yeah. that quote on Instagram. It's like, what you know, getting to heaven, and I ask God, why are my wings so little? And he and he says, because you barely made it. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to barely <laughs> make it to heaven. <laughs> you try to make it. I'm well trying done. to make it all the way. So I right, just, I need right. a little more time to get right. I think we all do. Yeah, For sure. I want everybody to really get right with whatever. 
higher source of power it is that you believe in because mm -hmm. this is the book of revelations that we're living out. For and sure. I saw you point to the clock. So what's the question? Y'all don't sleep on Jesus. <laughs> no, because he is coming back. He coming back. Sure. And, Ooh, and we're whoa, whoa, definitely... Whoa. This Ow. Is, what? Oh, what? God. Charlie Horse? I just felt a singling sensation because I do recall in your past you were going to start a sex toy line. Oh, I want to know. Nigga, I thought something, <laughs> something happened. No, nope, this is not getting to the next but, question. But, but, um... So you're gonna start a sex toy line. Um, what is your favorite sex toy? Mm. I don't think I have a favorite. I'm not big on toys unless I'm in the act. Because you said yours was warm. It was gonna. Yeah, yeah, and I wanna, I wanna get back into that. But um, unless I'm in the act, I really don't. Mm. Yeah. So when you're in the act, what do you like? You like the rose vibrator. I like, little, I like yeah, I like a little vibration, especially during backdoor moments. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do anal. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm new to it. All the, your gay husbands taught you well, huh? Yeah. Properly lubricated? I, well, I love that for you. Well, see, here's the thing. Oh, speak. I have a lake between my legs. Oh, so, so you're a squirter. The, well, ah. that and, but I just naturally... Flow juices. Yes, I'm juicy. All right. So, <laughs> and, but I'm also very big on my vaginal health. Okay. So you're not about to double dip and triple dip. We're not doing that. Mm -hmm. So anal for me is always last. Got it. So by the time you've got, I've gotten there, one is naturally lubricated, and we're not just battle ramming my rectum. Right. I'm not about That's to have not a perforated anal at all. Mm -hmm. I'm not about to have no perforated anus. Have you seen them yeah. on the internet? They're yeah. crazy. Yeah, I don't it's know disgusting. About that. I had to Google a perfected anus. It's wild, my nigga. Is. It's crazy. you know I didn't know how to have anal sex for a long time. Um, when I first moved to LA, I met Amber Rose and I was in a dressing room and she came in and she says, do you know how to properly have anal sex? And I said, no. I said, I've had it before and I hurt. She told me that basically you put, you have to be properly lubricated, of course, but you put the tip in and if you just hold the tip in the hole, the the top of the hole for 30 seconds, your hole will automatically open up and it'll slide right in. Yeah. And I tried it and it slid right in. It didn't even hurt. Yeah. So, yeah. So to all those people that want to try anal, be properly lubricated, but... If you put the tip in and just hold it there for 30 seconds slowly, don't push it, let him hold it there, um, your hole will just open up and it'll just slide right in. You know what? You know what? Yeah. I made a mistake once. A hood nigga. Mm-mm-mm. Hood nigga with a big dick. The mistake I made, the mistake I made was using the vibrator, and I just loved that nigga so bad. Mm. And I just got too into it. I started throwing it back, forgetting it was. Mm. Man, the next day I was just you walk. You I had was a boo -boo. done. Yes, yes, ooh, girl. I was like, oh no. Let me tell you how much of a real nigga he was though. When he pulled out, he was like, damn, you got some shit on me, and I was so embarrassed. Like, oh my god, he was like, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. Look, I oh, talked about that with yeah. the African. He kicked me out. At least he lets you stay. Um, let me stay. It was my house. Oh, it was your house. The fuck. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> he had no choice. I, right. I don't go <laughs> Wipe it off and what keep on going. What did you tell me? You full of shit. Literally. 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 Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it was just we just went too far with it. That was all. It, it was, and it didn't like I wouldn't. I didn't dookie on myself or nothing. Like you know what I'm saying? Just, right. a, little just a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Little something. <laughs> oh, we went uh, to the bathroom. We cleaned okay. ourselves. It's it's right. it, it was still hard. I was like, yes. Okay. Yeah. You know. Real right. like, do I got some good shit. Right. Yeah. They shout out. Right. Unblock me. I miss you. Right. <laughs> we beefing right now, but yeah. Yeah? Yeah, we got each other blocked. Well, before we close, and I ask what's next for Monique, because you know that's what I'm going to ask you. 
Um, let's get into this cash app. I'm not doing it no more. You don't want to do the cash it app? It fit in with what's going on. Somebody should cash at me. <laughs> no, you heard about the CEO? He passed away. He oh, got murdered. Yeah. Bob Lee. I in saw San that. Francisco on Tuesday. He was 43. He got stabbed. Yeah. In um, Rincon area. Do you know about that? Are you from San Francisco? No, I'm from Sacramento. Oh, Sacramento. Yes, you don't Same know. shit. The Bay is the Bay is the Bay. Come on. Hello. <laughs> well, yeah, that happened. And no, that nobody robbed him or anything. They don't have a motive. They don't know who did it. They don't know why. Well, what's very interesting is... What was it? One or two days after that, mm-hmm. the feds announced that they are yes coming out with the coming app. app coming out with their own yes, and that's what I was app. thinking. And so, well. what if they didn't rob him? Right, I was thinking the same thing because you know they're trying to get rid of the, of the American dollar. Yes, yeah, have so, everything digital. What and is have that? a microchip in What's us? Gasping at? Oh, my sugar daddy sent me the coin. Um, I was just saying. Hey, sugar daddy. <laughs> thank my you. My cash app is open. Slaughter's right. Days. <laughs> no. Let me look when at you my told phone. me that mm-hmm. earlier, um, I thought about um, what does it say in the Bible with the um, the last mark of the beast. The mark of the beast. Do you think yes. that's what it's going to be? That's what I'm believing. So they're getting rid of like all cash they payments. They want to get rid of the dollar. Period. Feel free to cash so out any transaction too. that you do, whether you any give somebody a dollar, two dollars, whatever, the government is going to know about. Slaughter slaves. She's doing the sugar daddy moment. I cannot. I cannot. She knows. No, so wait, they're going to get rid of Apple Pay Cash App? They're just trying to have that app watch everything and no more cash. I don't like that. Nobody. I hope this it. does not happen for at least five. Give me five years, please, Lord. Yeah. Because as soon as that happens, you really coming back. Now, I ain't ready. Let me yet. tell you what. What I would like. Okay. About mm-hmm. it, I don't okay. like it. Um, but the only plus upside. To me, the only upside about that for me would be tax reasons. Mm. I would, you know what I'm saying? Like, in other words, you don't really know how much money I made. I don't want to use this app, right? Oh, so I'm just right. going to stash my cash. Yeah, you can't mm-hmm. do that. Damn. Mm-hmm. What about the people? So that you'll never really table? know, right? Getting paid under the, you'll exactly. never really, I don't have to report. So when you, retire, I can report what I want. I don't. Hello. Well, even well with Cash App, you can do your taxes, but like I have like you know Apple Pay. Mm-hmm. Like when I receive payments from people, do I have to file those taxes too? Yes. Okay. Anything, but here's what here's right. what trips me out. Here's what trips me out. Everybody was in an uproar. Oh, anything you send now on Cash App or um, PayPal over five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. they're gonna tax you, Negro. Anything over six hundred that you go to the bank and deposit. You have to pay taxes on that. It's mm-hmm. taxable revenue at that point. You're already paying taxes on anything over five hundred dollars. Right, right, right. That's what true. are y'all tripping about? Yeah. Tax. When they said that when you get a bank transfer or you get more to deposit more than five hundred dollars in your bank account, you have to report um, that. To and yeah, the and the IRS is looking at you too. I'm not like, really for five hundred dollars. I hate even talking about that. We do. We definitely can't talk about how much you are. Lord have mercy. But Listen. you know what? It's a blessing that you made the amount that you made. But right. it's important. I think now we weren't really educated growing up financial literacy on financial literacy on budgeting. Bad. I need it bad, especially on budgeting. There were times I was yeah. making a lot of money a month, and it was like, what did I say? Nothing. Right. What do I have to show for? It? I done made all this and I ain't got nothing yeah. right here. And my mom I looked at my statements like my mom you saw what I'm saying? my mom saw how much I made one year and she said, okay, what do you have to show for it? Yeah. I said, well, I have an apartment in front of you. Okay, what's, what's, what else? Did you start a business? So that's when I was like, okay, McKinley's Eyewear. I just wanted to, you know, be more responsible. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, having a mom that's an accountant, I you would think that I would have it all oh, together. Shit. With right. yeah, my right. mom is very she's yeah, money, yeah. But me, I'm just like I'm really bad with it. And as as much as I try to discipline myself, friend, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I just gotta pray about it. And hopefully God will do it. So what is next for Moniz? Yes, what can we expect? The book. Come on. Um, Mayhem. A thing. Um, what is it? Um, uh, memoir. Dement- uh, whatever. My memoir titled Mayhem. Um, the album. I got one more song to cut. Okay. I've been sitting on that album for two damn years. Okay. Um. Yeah. Really just those two things I want to focus on right now before I like relaunch my clothing line. Um. But really just. Oh, and the book tour, which is not really like a. Tour. It's more of like a seminar. Okay. So I'm really excited about that. Um, that stuff somebody, like that. yeah, that's so good. Yeah, hell somebody yeah. did ask when you're gonna get some on Instagram. They asked when um, your new music was gonna come out, but you have you just confirmed it. You have new music this coming. summer. The album will be out. Okay. Um, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, hmm. so I'm doing the book tour slash signing slash seminars okay. all of May. Um, we'll have those dates first week of May. Um, and each city I have a, I'm putting together a panel of black and brown, um, mental health specialists. Oh, that's awesome. Um, we do appreciate yeah. you doing, uh, yeah. really touch racing on mental health because every episode on this podcast, our we first start. subject is we start off with mental health. I've been Absolutely. watching. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it a lot. Thank you. I like it a lot. <laughs> a lot. That mouth opens kind of wide. Can you put it around the whole, um, mic? <laughs> Cheers, darling. Gag. I don't the, gag. The gag is. The gag is. Right. That was more than I thought. <laughs> well, you guys, thank you um, so much for tuning in. Yes, this um, was a really good episode. Thank you. Sure. I yeah. had fun. I was stressed. Look, but now I'm not no more. Yeah. Yeah. This podcast is for us to come on exactly. and apologetically ourselves. I'm comfortable. Yes, be comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on it because I almost wanted to be like, y'all, I'm not coming. I'm trying to get out here in these streets and whoop some ass <sighs> or just go to bed God, and sleep man. it off. But I was like, you know what? That's just not, I'm always <laughs> just, I don't want to do it no more. And I'm just trying to get better. Right. At that. Period. Yeah. yeah. All and right. I, yeah. Well, we thank you guys for rocking with us. It's episode 16. Next week will be episode 17. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Willis. It's your girl, Just Living, baby. And we'll see you in episode 17. Bye.